all this stuff is out there. If, if you wanted to do it, you could do it, right? right? Um, but a lot of people, they won't, and they don't, right? right? Hey guys, welcome back to the So Far podcast, the show where we have uh, various guests on from various industries um, who are all early on somewhat in the current venture uh, that they are in to provide you guys with uh, value, whether that be through advice or perspective or stories. Um, and we really hope that we can help give you some sort of value. Um, and today we have... Uh, Luki, is that how you spell your, uh, pronounce your name? It's Luki, yep. Luki, okay. Um, and he is a, calls himself a career catalyst, mm-hmm. uh, a, a personal trainer for your career. Um, exactly. Or how, how would you like to describe yourself? Yeah, I'm, I'm Luki Danukaryanto. Uh, I'm, it's Indonesian. Most people are curious about the last name. But uh, yeah, th- those are all the, the titles. The, the third one that I give myself is a personal trainer for careers. Mm-hmm. Um, so career catalyst, basically initiating the reactions that wouldn't have otherwise happened. Right. right. So kind of, uh, I, I wrote a book. It's called Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of sharing that, uh, the stuff that I wish someone had taught me earlier. Uh, also, uh, one version of the book would have been called uh, Stuff I Didn't Know I Needed to Know. Oh, okay. I, c- I couldn't come up with a good acronym for that. Right. So it turned out to be SWIKE, which is Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier. Oh, okay. so, so what I do is, is kind of go through, well, in, in my career, if someone had showed me this in, in university, in high school, I would have loved for them to, to have taught mm-hmm. me that. Um, right. The, the um, personal trainer for, for careers is that uh, I um, basically, most people know what they need to do. Like to have right. a successful career, to have a successful life, but oftentimes they don't do it. Just like t- when you're going to the gym, you know, to get a six pack, you got to do some crunches, right. you got to do some sit ups, right? But you don't, right? And, but I'll say, hey, Anton, uh, let's go to the gym, let's do one crunch, How, and then tomorrow we'll do two, and then three, and then four, okay. and eventually, well, you're now more successful in your career. Go, mm-hmm. go figure. And and the last thing I call myself is a, is a, a DJ for personal development, mm-hmm. because uh, most of the stuff I say, it's not new. Right, it, it's been around ever since humans have been successful. People have been saying stuff like I've been saying, mm. but maybe today, maybe the way that I said it, maybe the context, maybe the analogies that I use or the examples I use, it resonates a little bit more for you. So you don't, don't like uh, classic rock, you like hip hop. You don't like hip hop, you like jazz. And and what I often do is is take the voices of, of a whole bunch of other people in the self-development, professional development world mm-hmm. and try to echo and amplify the ones that I feel would, would resonate more mm-hmm. for, the, for the person that I'm speaking to. So it's very personalized okay. for that. Right. So, yeah. Okay, so I guess it's sort of like how a personal trainer would um, take uh, someone who really just doesn't like um, being in the gym, but maybe they like playing sports and they, they would get them more inter- interacted with like, uh, you're going to do basketball instead of... Uh, doing yeah. something else. Like yeah, that. and for people, sometimes they want to work on arms and not legs. They want to work on cardio, not this. Yeah. So, so they want certain parts of it. So if you had the cookie cutter routine where everybody does this, mm-hmm. then it doesn't necessarily fit you. Right. But, but I'll work on, well, you might want to bulk up those, those thighs of yours or those calves right. or whatever it is, uh, just so that you get uh, better core control or whatever it is. I'm right. not really a personal trainer, so I'm okay. kind of making right. all this yes. stuff up. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm not either. So I'm also <laughs> just going based off of uh, what, what I... Yeah. believe I know. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. So, so, but, but in that analogy, so a lot of the things that I, I, I teach are, are on the soft skills side. So stuff like emotional intelligence, effective communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the key ones is how to network because right. uh, a lot of students, they'll be in their careers 
And the advice is always, you got to network. You got to network. You got you to mm-hmm. connect with people. And then I'll have folks that are like, well, I have a, a coffee with the senior manager of a, a bank. What do I do? Yes. And I'm like, well, you have a conversation. Okay. You got to ask these questions. Okay. And they're taking furious notes. I'm like, oh, wow. They, they've actually never experienced that. They've never actually mm-hmm. had someone uh, and, and, and had a coffee with them, had a conversation. So that's a skill that people need, right? Again, mm-hmm. the stuff I wish I knew earlier because uh, in, in university, I f- was a shy, introverted kid and, right. I, and I wouldn't have thought to, to do that. I probably would have been terrified out of my mind to have a coffee with, with someone uh, right. in the working world. So uh, a lot of the stuff is, is do as I say, not what I did. Because <laughs> right. again, it was is the, the learnings that I wish someone had, had taught me when I was uh, at, at that point in my life. Right. Right? Oh, wow. And so... How did you get into this? Like, what was what was the catalyst for you to become a career catalyst? Yeah. So, so the, the short answer is family. Okay. Right? So, so I was a a management consultant uh, with one of the big four uh, consulting firms, and uh, I was doing pretty well. I was a senior manager, next up would have been partner, uh, kind of at the, the top levels. But I, I traveled a little too much as mm-hmm. a consultant. I was there for about 12 years and maybe nine of them were on a plane, right? Uh, I got like super elite status and like platinum at pretty much <laughs> wow. every hotel chain and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but I was, remember specifically, I was uh, on a travel project in Montreal, was FaceTiming with my wife and, and my son was learning to like walk and talk and roll and then every night something else would happen. Be like, mm, mm, yeah. yeah, real tough. And then a second one was on the way, right? So... Oh, could I do that with the second one? And then I looked at kind of my, my partner group um, that, that was uh, ahead of me and saying, hmm, is that the type of, of, of dad that I want to be? Because a lot of them had like nannies and stuff that mm-hmm. had taken right. and had other folks to take care of them, which is great f- for them. But I always thought of myself as, as more kind of that fatherly right. type, type person. Um, so I, I had to think about, is this what I want to do? And, and if it wasn't, then what would I do? Um, and it was a lot of conversation, a lot of uh, flip-flopping with my wife. Like, what about, wh- what did you learn today? <laughs> is, is basically one of the questions she, she, would, she would ask me. Uh, and eventually I had, I was always a little entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. I wanted to open up my own restaurant, like a tutoring school. Huh. But I never uh, capitalized on it because it, it, was, it was too risky. Okay, right? yeah. Um, but f- there was one point, and I, I don't know exactly when it happened, but I, um, two things came across where... Uh, one, I realized that uh, I will never have any more energy than I do now because I'm was getting older, right. um, pushing pushing forty mm-hmm. now, right. and uh, yeah, things are starting to hurt in places that I right. didn't know existed. That sort of thing. So you'll get there. Don't worry. No, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm preparing for yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so if, if I want to do something, then I would probably want to do it now because at some point, like health uh, declines. Uh, and the other part is, uh, I felt that uh, I would never have any less responsibility, right? Because mm-hmm. the second kid right. was on the way, and then eventually they'll go off to uh, do education, they'll go to school, mm-hmm. have college mm-hmm. and university to pay for. So, and then if I were to do one of those things, when would I do it? Like when I'm 65, right. when we're retired, and then I, right. I, I can't do it. And then I thought about, well, what's the worst thing I can that can happen? So I go off and do this thing a couple of years, and it, and it fails miserably. I could probably ask for my old job back. They'll probably take me. Right? right. So I thought that was a good kind of risk mitigation strategy. And if, if I was successful, or at least partially so, then uh, it would be a, a good story to tell. And I could still go back mm-hmm. whenever uh, I wanted to. Well, maybe not whenever I want to, but at right. least I, I had the option. So that was really kind of the, 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 the decision point uh, to kind of get me on, on, on this path. So. Okay. And so you said that you've always wanted to start your own business of some sort. Uh, 
was that like something that you had as a kid uh, or, you know, even as a teen? Like what, what kind of kid were you? Uh, what kind of teenager were you? Yeah, I, I mean, I was a very shy, introverted type, type okay. of person. But uh, I mean, I, I did have some of those te- tendencies. Uh, I, I do recall, it, it's kind of very very dumb example, but I was I was usually pretty good with, with art, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with my hands, like origami type of thing. And mm-hmm. uh, when I was in elementary school, there was this, I don't know if you know what GIMP is, but yes, there's this, yes. this basically these these threads where you could stitch together and I was really good at it, right. like creating them. And I went to the point where I actually took like a, a, a notepad of paper that I had and I started creating like these little order forms mm-hmm. for people as if they wanted to buy my, my GIMP, right? Oh. And, and as... Do you want a bracelet? Do you want a necklace? Okay. I had a little checkbox for all that sort of stuff. And I had like a whole pad. It was probably like a, a 50 pad deep. And I, I wrote every single right. one of them as, as a template. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of sat there. Oh, so, okay. so I always had those kind of tendencies, but never really actioned them. All right. um, so I always wanted to do like things like that. But it would, it would never manifest into a, a, right. anything really. Right. Um, I think it was part of it being... Um, maybe it's an, an Asian culture thing. Like you, you got to be a doctor, lawyer, accountant, yes. engineer. You can't do these these other things. And yes. uh, it, it wasn't necessarily that that my parents were were stopping me, mm-hmm. but I think in, in my head I had it that that was the the thing that I was not supposed to do, yes. so to speak. Right. So yeah, when you sort of grow up in a certain environment, it's maybe not necessarily uh, explicit. Although there are lots of uh, uh, parents who are very explicit with it, but sometimes it could just be. Uh, whether or not the environment is is fostering that um, th- that creativity or that um, you, you know curiosity for to ex- try out new things. Um, now, like a lot of uh, people who are listening to this um, uh, are of uh, you know uh, parents who are who are immigrants specifically, mm-hmm. or parents um, who just maybe uh, want their kids to do something a certain way. Um, maybe they are parents who are the, you know, quote unquote, deal or no deal. I don't know if you, mm-hmm. yeah, the doctor, engineer, accountant, sure. lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so like you said, you don't really have that, um, you know, speaking from your own example, you don't really have, uh, you didn't have that um, immense explicit pressure, but what was your experience uh, dealing with, uh, you know, being in that environment where it's not necessarily um, explicitly encouraged to uh, try out new things. Well, I think for me, I mean, I think through the, the, the culture itself, there was definitely that, those aspirations, right. doctor, lawyer, accountant, engineer. My, my understanding is uh, I was named uh, Lukey after uh, St. Luke, who is the patron saint of doctors. Right, right. yes. So there's a little, <laughs> yes. little bit of aspiration. Yes. <laughs> that. Now, at the same time, my parents uh, wanted me to basically be happy, right? right. As most parents want. Mm-hmm. And uh, their vision of happiness is that, well, you, you are self-sustaining, you can take care of yourself. And uh, the, the surest way to do that is become a doctor, lawyer, accountant, yes. engineer, <laughs> right? right? Uh, but to do these things like be an entrepreneur, start your own business. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I was growing up, that wasn't even a thing, mm-hmm. right? Like right. entrepreneurship wasn't even uh, as, as, as big as it was yes. right now. And the internet wasn't even really around. So right. nobody could really do stuff like this uh, in, in the normal day to day. So so being in that um, atmosphere, the, the, there was a big focus on academics, right? Mm-hmm. So being uh, smart uh, as a kid, doing getting A's in schools. Um, and, and I had a, a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And 
with with good grades, w- would allow you to 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 open doors for all right. of these sorts of things, right? So so there is always uh, a, a bit of that where um, there's a focus on grades because grades would open doors for you later mm-hmm. on. And uh, I was I was fortunate or unfortunate, depending how you want to uh, call it, is is I was I was identified uh, as a gifted student, right? Okay. So that's one of those tests they take in like whatever grade four. To show that yeah you're you're smarter than the rest of them, which mm-hmm. was a great and a bad thing for me, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, apparently I was smarter than everybody else, which basically means that I didn't have to study. Ah, ah. So and, and, and <laughs> that's the big problem that that happens. Where usually up until grade eight, grade nine, grade ten, eleven, you can kind of get away with it because right, you right. kind of learn through osmosis in school. Mm-hmm. But come university, you actually have yes, to open <laughs> up the books and, and actually have to read. So. Uh, I went through that and, and actually didn't do as well in, in my, um, well, they had grade 13 at, 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 at when I was growing mm-hmm. up. Um, so I didn't do that, that well in, in, um, in that level, but I did pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't get into my, my choice school, my first pick, so I got to my kind of second pick school. And then when I got into first year, it was like a, a, a baptism by fire, and, and I, I nearly flunked out of my, wow. my, my course, right? Um, which uh, what, what I program? was in uh, computer science in uh, at, at UFT Scarborough. Okay, and uh, you needed a minimum uh, grade to stay in the co-op program. Right, right. And I think I was like a point zero one uh, GPA from from flunking. I got wow. I got a notification uh, from from that term. If you don't keep your mark, then the next term you won't be allowed to to continue on. I was like, so that was a bit of a huh. uh, awakening. Um, and then that kind of spurred on the the, the notion that you know what. Um, other people are, are trying, other people are reading, other people mm-hmm. are studying, so, so maybe I should too. Right. So then uh, there was a steady increase, like, you know what, if I actually opened the book and I tried, I actually would do pretty, yes. pretty well. So I went from like a, kind of like a 50, 60 something to, to like, like a, a just below a dean's list. I didn't, I didn't really uh, put too much emphasis on, on, on marks mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to stay in my program. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I, I steadily improved, but it, it's getting away from the habits of uh, you're just so smart that you don't have to do anything to like, you know what, you have, you have to sit down, uh, open a book and remember these things and, and, and all that sort of stuff. And then eventually, yeah, I think I did pretty well, but there was always the the air of like academics and, and all that uh, sort of stuff. Um, uh, so so the exploratory one was more uh, focus on books. Uh, and once you get all that sort of stuff done, then you can try to do other things, right? So, right, right. So then what would you say uh, has been your like, biggest struggle that you've had to, to overcome, um, whether it be like during school or in your previous like, your past career or in your current uh, uh, venture as a, uh, a career development coach? Okay. Um, well, I mean, there, there's a lot of different things that, that uh, have been obstacles. I guess the biggest one would be um, I guess getting over, getting over myself in, in the sense mm-hmm. that uh, I always identified myself as kind of that that shy, quiet, introverted, smart mm-hmm. kid, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the rude awakening was like, well, I'm not that smart, <laughs> first of right. all. Um, so, so if if that's true, if that's true or that's not true, then what about the other things? So maybe that means that I'm not so shy, I'm not so introverted. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of tested those boundaries and then uh, kind of my later years, my final year in university, I started, I started actually making friends and right. like joining clubs and, right. and, and doing that. And then it kind of slowly grew uh, from there. So part of it is kind of shedding the, the identity that I had from myself and almost the, the limitations that, that I've been putting on myself, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, kind of 
strange to say out loud, but um, it, it's one that uh, over over the years I, I've constantly felt that that I've been holding myself back. Right. Right. Um, so some of the things that I do now is to try to say, well, what else can I do? So mm-hmm. like I I never thought I'd write a book, uh, but then I did. Right. So it's like. What else can I do? So I want to um, do these, these soft skill programs and, and create like online courses and stuff. So, okay, now what else can I do? Mm-hmm. I, I've always wanted to build an app and I'm building one. So what else can I do? And then it just kind of snowballs right. and, and, and goes forward from, from there. So from an obstacle perspective, it's, it's really just getting past my own kind of limiting beliefs, mm-hmm. um, which I still struggle with, right? Because sometimes I wake up as like kind of that imposter syndrome mm-hmm. type of thing. Right. It's like, who the hell am I? Like, why am I um, good enough to offer some some guidance and advice? Right. But then oftentimes taking a look back and saying, you know what? You've actually done quite a bit with your career and, and right. you've actually done a bunch of things. And as long as you're sharing your experience mm-hmm. and, and not saying that you are the world's foremost expert, which right. I'm, I'm not, uh, I just uh, have, have learned a few things mm-hmm. along the way. So, yeah, I think that's one of the biggest obstacles I had to mm-hmm. overcome. And do you f- see that a lot in the people that you coach? Yeah? Oh, definitely. So it runs a spectrum from, from folks, but uh, a lot of the students, mm-hmm. uh, especially, uh, again, of Asian descent, they're, they're deal or no deal. Right. Like the, the, the weight of their whole family and ancestry and all that sort of stuff is, is resting on them, right? right? yes. So they have huge amounts of pressure, uh, especially the, the kids that come overseas, mm-hmm. the international students, mm-hmm. right? For some of them, um, they come with from money, and and their parents are are are, are sending them over here. Mm-hmm. But others, uh, they are kind of the the hope of the village, mm-hmm. right? right? They they are the most successful person in the circles that they know. Right. So everyone's looking up to them to to go to the land of opportunity in the, the West and yes. Canada and and do the best they can. And when someone has all that immense pressure, uh, at some point it's 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 going to crack, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So so dealing with kind of those, those anxieties and, and, and worries, um, there it's a different sort of uh, limiting belief, right? So so um, I think it, it, for those people, it's more closer to that imposter syndrome. It's mm-hmm. like, wow, uh, they have to keep on putting up this front that they are uh, a, a valedictorian, a straight-A student, whatever. And then when every, anything, the slightest thing goes wrong, then uh, that kind of, they have to question their beliefs on whether or mm-hmm. not uh, th- their identity is, is true. And then there's other folks where... Um, they're just coasting along, right? Mm-hmm. They have no idea what they want to do. Parents are probably on the other side where they're too liberal, and mm-hmm. too free. It's like, ah, just do whatever you want and figure it mm-hmm. out. So meanwhile, they're just trying to figure out what um, what what they can do. They're spending a lot of money uh, right. during the process and, and uh, yeah, kind of coasting along. And then they've gone through four years and then, oh, now I have to look for a job. Well, you probably should have spent a little bit of that right. time yes. uh, setting yourself up for, yes. for success, right? Uh, so then they take another, whatever, four years to figure out what they want to do and they may or may not ever mm-hmm. figure that out. So there's all sorts of different spectrums yes. of, of folks with, with different sort of limits that they place on, on mm-hmm. themselves. So Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, it can be very varied just depending on someone's upbringing and also, I guess, their personality too. Of course, too. yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I want to get back into uh, your story. Um, so... You talked about how it was uh, very much like a family thing uh, that that you wanted to uh, be able to spend more time with your family. Sure. To, that's why you want to uh, start your own business as mm-hmm. well. But why why this specific business? Why mm-hmm. Career Catalyst? Uh, 
uh, something DJ you you called DJ, it DJ personal development yeah personal yeah. development professional, DJ. professional yes. development professional yeah. development yeah. DJ uh, so why why that specifically what what is it that spoke to you you talk a lot about getting to your why so I want to try to get <laughs> sure. to your why yeah so so in that time when I was uh, again ha- had that FaceTime with my wife and realized man this, something's got to change mm-hmm. right so I, I spent a long time doing a lot of self reflecting to speaking to mentors and figuring out what it was and and, and part of it was um, so a lot of research out there is, is go figure out what 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 you you love and what you're good at, right? And when you do that, that kind of uh, cascades and, and builds on itself um, to, to to turn into f- fulfillment, right? Um, so as I reflected back on the stuff that uh, what I love to do, like if I was doing a multi million dollar business transformation mm-hmm. at a Fortune 500 company, it's kind of like meh, whatever. Right. But whenever there's a new hire that mm-hmm. joined and and says, hey, Luki, how do I become more successful in my career? It's like, oh, you want to do this, 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 this. Oh, okay. I got excited, so th- followed the clues. And uh, when I was on campus, and 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 uh, students would would ask um, me about being more successful as uh, how to be how to get in as a management consultant, mm-hmm. how to be more successful or whatever. Then I, I found those are the times where, where I gravitated towards where where I actually found myself uh, wanting to do it versus uh, any of the other uh, type of work that I did. Um, and then I found that. Um, I was actually good at it, right? Mm-hmm. So, so when I was when I was leaving, uh, a lot of folks um, kind of questions like, "Luki, like WTF? You're senior manager and partner. We thought that you were uh, on that track." And uh, I, I, they would say, "Like, like what happened?" And I said, "Well, I decided to start my own venture as a career coach." And then, like, pretty much everyone's like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense," because they already always already saw me in that right. that uh, vein. So I, I I thought that well, it, it makes sense. And then. Um, there would be folks where, where uh, as I started my, my journey, so, so the way that I did it was I uh, took a contract at, at, mm-hmm. a, at a bank, right? Because mm-hmm. as a contractor, you get paid a little bit more, so mm-hmm. that helps uh, pad the bank account a little bit more. Right. And banks uh, kind of work more nine to five set yes. hours. So from whatever, nine to five, uh, I, I would be there. And then from like five to seven, uh, I, would, I would do my own thing. Mm-hmm. And then seven to whatever, nine, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd be t- um, have time with the kids. Mm-hmm. And then from nine to 12 or whatever, mm-hmm. I would have more time for, mm-hmm. for this thing and then do it all over again. Mm-hmm. Um, so so, so uh, building <clears throat> all that out, uh, I, I would get conversations with uh, students that I'd reconnect with or, or, or former colleagues that I'd reconnect with. And uh, I'd, I'd get the... Uh, inevitable email that says, "Oh, Luki, you changed my life," and like, okay, wow. that that's pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, so yeah. if I could have that on an ongoing basis, that would be uh, quite fulfilling. So it's it's a selfishly selfless one because yeah. by helping other people, it makes me feel super good, mm-hmm. right? Because um, because I know that that I'm, I'm making a difference, I'm making mm-hmm. an impact, right? So that one person who would have otherwise been in kind of a, a career that they would probably been okay with. They would probably been fine. Mm-hmm. But now they found something different and that's the whole career catalyst thing that mm-hmm. I initiated a reaction that wouldn't have otherwise happened. Right. Right. So that to me is is, is the why because I have uh, a firm belief that everyone has uh, unlocked potential in them mm-hmm. and they have greatness inside them. It's just that they're holding themselves back. Right. Just like I was. So a lot of the folks where they don't have like these big grandiose ambitions and dreams, like mm-hmm. nor do you have to, uh, but at least kind of know why you're there, right? Um, so to have people actually start thinking about, okay, what do you want to achieve? Mm-hmm. Do you have some sort of legacy goals? Uh, and a lot of folks, ah, I'm too young, I'm only 20-something, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't need to start thinking about it. But I find that if you, if you start thinking about it earlier, mm-hmm. then you're more likely to, right. to achieve them, right? So, so for me, the, 
the why is is um, kind of again a, a selfishly selfless thing right. to help others, um, and then that makes me feel good too. Right. So. Oh yeah, that's good. And you you found out number one that you liked it because you said you got excited at, mm-hmm. after every time yeah. someone would ask mm-hmm. uh, for help, and uh, you also realized that you're good at it when people would email you saying you changed my life. Right. Yeah. Um, so you're able to find that intersection. Um, so then. What would uh, a piece of advice you would uh, give to someone uh, who's listening to this? They would, let's say, they're saying like, "I I don't know what that is. I, mm. how, how do I find that? Like, how to uh, get between you know something that fulfills me, but then also um, I'm good at and mm. can pay me money. Mm-hmm. Like, wh- where do I f- find the cross section b- between all those things? How, how what would be a piece of advice? Obviously, without giving away too much, you know, you are still a career coach. And I mean, for me, I'm, I'm free to offer okay, the, the yeah, advice then, and guidance. Then offer as much as you would <laughs> like. <laughs> well, going back to that uh, personal trainer for careers, again, like all this stuff is out there. If, if you wanted to do it, you could do it, right? right? Um, but a lot of people, they won't and they don't, right? right? But sometimes if I kick them in the butt <laughs> or right. I do something, then that'll get them to, to move. So the, the, one of the simple uh, activities that I ask folks to do is, is, is reflective write, mm-hmm. journal. Right. right. Spending five minutes in your day, uh, at the end of your day, and thinking about two minutes on what drained you. Those things that you did is like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. if I didn't have to do this, I'd be a happy person. Right. right? Uh, and then two minutes on what energized you. Mm-hmm. Those things, if you ever heard of like the state of flow, mm-hmm. those things like, oh my gosh, it, it's eight o'clock already. Oh my right. gosh, that's amazing. Uh, and then one minute figuring out how do I minimize the first and maximize the second, mm-hmm. right? And basically do that every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then look back at, at it after a week, after a month, and start noticing patterns. Right. Oh, every time I do this, then uh, I, I get a lot of energy. Every time I do that, it's less so. So it might be a certain person, it might be a certain context, it might be a certain mm-hmm. whatever, maybe just eating a meal before, then, then you get more energy. Right. Uh, and then following kind of that 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 need, that, that excitement. Because a lot of folks are like, oh, follow your passions and pursue your passions mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. And your inevitable question is, what if I don't have a passion? Yeah. Right? So uh, I usually say, well, find your, your curiosity mm-hmm. uh, and your interests and your excitement. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, by spending time on those, it can ignite into a passion, right? Because nobody just wakes up and says, oh, I'm passionate about something. Mm-hmm. Usually you have to be curious about it first. Okay, let me, let me try this thing. Mm-hmm. Right? And then you try it a few times. Oh, wow, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Let me do it a little bit more. And then you're doing it more and you get excited about mm-hmm. doing it. And then you do it enough and eventually now I'm passionate about mm-hmm. it. Because if you say, oh, I'm passionate about basketball, about playing basketball. It's like, when was the last time you played? About three years ago. Well, that doesn't really yes. scream passion <laughs> yes. to me, right? So how can you be passionate about something you don't really spend time on, right? right? So I think that they're, they're one uh, and the same. And so, so the first is that reflective writing. And the second time is, is including what I call that non-negotiable time, mm-hmm. right? So this time that you spend on, on exploring your, your curiosity, your interest, your excitement, mm-hmm. and tasting. Um, because un- un- unfortunately, uh, until you have those experiences, you won't know. Mm-hmm. Right? All those assessment, those personality things, you'll never know until you try it. Uh, I, I kind of liken it to, to food, right? right? So do you, do, you know what, uh, do you know what foie gras is? Yes. Foie gras. Uh, for, for me, it's like one of the most tasty, delicious, mm-hmm. uh, mouth-watering um, type, type dishes. And like a little bit of drool there. No, <laughs> um, but for other people, it's, it's fattened goose liver, yeah. right? Not very appealing at all. Yeah. Uh, so are you more like me or more, more like the bleh, right? And, and unless you have it and you yes. taste it, you will have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like, what is your favorite food? Um, I like Mediterranean food. Okay. But did you know that you liked Mediterranean before you tried it? No, I did not. Right. But, and, and, and right now that's your favorite food. But what if there's, I don't know, a, a Nicaraguan food that you've never had? Or I don't even know what it yeah, is. Yeah, I've and never that tried that. I mean, maybe I should try that. <laughs> you should try it. But it, 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 a part of it is, is, is exploring. Because um, right. a lot of uh, people want to... Oh, I guess there's someone there. Uh, a lot of people want to, to have the, um, their clear cutout right. direction. Um, but oftentimes, they need to experience it for, for themselves, right? right? Um, and, and by doing that, they, they can actually find out what, um, what, what they're interested in, what right. they're passionate about, and all that sort of stuff, okay. right? So, so all, all you folks out there, go ahead and explore. Try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and then and then eventually you'll, you'll be able to at least weed out what you don't want and then you can focus on the things that you, you do right a lot of people who are watching this uh, i'm hoping uh, i'm aiming this audience at uh, a sort of uh, gen z audience mm-hmm. uh, those who are maybe in high school or in university or early early careers yeah. um what would you uh, say that people need to be doing uh in each of those stages like high school for example and then college and then after college if they decide to go to college or university mm-hmm. or whatever yeah well I, i'd say as early on as you can is, is just explore right? right go try foie gras go try sushi go mm-hmm. try whatever it is and and what those dishes are is like go try videography go mm-hmm. try art go try finance accounting engineering right. a law and right. all that sort of stuff um, because you'll find that you probably don't learn as much in school right. uh, as 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 you would, let's say, online. Uh, there's there's a quote by by Mark Twain, who's uh, kind of one of those uh, American writers. He says, "Don't let s- uh, school get in the way of education." Right. Yes. Right. So uh, I'd encourage folks to go in and and have conversations mm-hmm. with actual doctors, lawyers, accountants, engineers, mm-hmm. and as you have those conversations. Uh, what do you like about those conversations? Mm-hmm. What kind of interests you? It's like, wow, that sounds like a really mm-hmm. cool thing. And then try to uh, experience that mm-hmm. in, in some some shape or, or form. And if it's n- none of those are interesting, if you're more like graphically inclined, go mm-hmm. find an artist, a graphic designer, mm-hmm. a, a some somebody who's doing something that you feel is, is cool and interesting, mm-hmm. right? And and as much as you can, uh, taste and try. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes there's the the actual awareness of what it is mm-hmm. versus the actual doing itself. Right. Uh, like I liken it to, to driving, right? So everyone has been a passenger in a, in a, in a, in a car, right? right? They, they understand driving, mm-hmm. right? They understand the concept of turning the wheel and all that sort of stuff. But until you're actually sitting in the driver's seat and right. have to be aware of all those different yes. things and experience it, it's a totally different ball game, mm-hmm. right? And some people are excited by that. Some people were terrified mm-hmm. <laughs> the first time they were behind a wheel. Uh, so which one are you? When, when you go and, and try this uh, thing that you want to do, um, what is it? So I encourage folks in high school, their, their summers, mm-hmm. just explore anything and everything. Go mm-hmm. get internships, part-time jobs, um, freelance or, or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Uh, go, go to your, your parents' work. If, if they had to take your kids to work year or something or okay. term or summer, yeah. I think that would be, be a very okay. amazing thing. Um, or... or have um, kind of those experiences or even just any courses, uh, any, any uh, learning that you can get, mm-hmm. uh, just, just be a sponge and, 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 and do that. And then at the same time, um, build meaningful connections. Right. So the, the, those high school folks that you're on, get to know them, mm-hmm. uh, figure out how you can help them, help them learn or um, what, whatever sort of needs that they have. And then you'll find that those connections you make in high school and university mm-hmm. and wherever you end up being, mm-hmm. uh, those are the ones that kind of carry you 
forward and and like we're here because mm. uh, we we know right. uh, Mr. Lucas Chang, right? Yes. And and he he's very well connected. Um, but if everyone had kind of the same level of of connection. Um, then it, the, the world would be a much more interesting place yes. where, where people are actually helping out and 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 doing things um, and and feel a little bit more mm-hmm. more connected. So uh, basically, from high school onwards, I, I'd basically uh, encourage people to explore mm-hmm. and then start narrowing down and shortlisting, mm-hmm. right? So actually, pick maybe two, three, four, five things, mm-hmm. uh, and then at some point, pick one, maybe two things to focus on. Kind of that eighty twenty rule, right? Maybe eighty percent of, of it do whatever it is that that, that you found that is super awesome, and then spend twenty percent dabbling, right? Right, uh, and then if, assuming that everything goes well on that eighty percent, keep going. But if you find that hmm, it's not so uh, easy, it's not so interesting, it's not so whatever, because sometimes people try something and they like it. But it's not because they like it. It's because it's it's novel. It's new. Right. Oftentimes, people try to say, "Oh, this is great," but if I have to do it for another year, two, mm-hmm. three, four, it's like, "Oh, yeah. this is kind of wearing on me." But oftentimes, it's it's not necessarily that. It's something about it, right? Is it the learning of the skill? Is it the analytical ability? Is it the connecting with people? Right. Is it organizing? Mm-hmm. So, oftentimes, there's this transferable skill or soft skill undertone to mm-hmm. it, uh, because the the technology and the actual thing of it right. w- will change anyway, right? right? So explore what 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 that is for you, mm-hmm. and then at some point you just try to get really good at it, mm-hmm. right? Because most people, if if they're looking for someone, they want like the best doctor, mm-hmm. the best lawyer, right. the the best engineer, the best accountant. Right. You don't want to hire the the mediocre accountant, right. the mediocre energy and engineer or whatever. So try to be the best at whatever it is that that, that you can be, at least right. in your inner circle. Right. Maybe not worldwide, but at least out of the people that you mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and 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 if it's for you. Uh, then, then you you kind of uh, go into like bigger and bigger ponds, mm-hmm. um, and if 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 it's not, then I mean you find find something else. So you just take the time to to explore. And and for folks that that really want that that one thing, uh, I I don't know if that's common anymore, mm-hmm. right? Because in in my parents' day, the deal or no deal, one any one of those, and you do it for the next forty years, yes. type of thing. Uh, when I think about that, it's like wow, I I don't know if I could if I right. could do that and commit. Um, so, so now the research is coming out is that instead of doing one thing for 40 years, you might do four things for 10 years or, right. or 10 things for four years. Right. And even now it's kind of like you'll do four things at the same time mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and work for four, four different bosses, that sort of thing. Right. So figuring out what balance of that is you, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and just being okay with it. Um, and often communicating with your parents. Right. Right. Because at, at the end of the day, they'll probably just want you to be happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you kind of say, well, mom and dad, this is what, what I'm looking to do mm-hmm. and they're supportive or they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they're supportive, that, that's great for you. If they're not supportive, you have to make choices, mm-hmm. right? Uh, in, in Canada, being an adult, you're, you're is 18. Mm-hmm. So when you're 18, you do what you want. But if, um, mom and dad are paying for, for, for your nice car, your, mm-hmm. your, your, your house, your, right. your whatever, right. well, you should live by their rules, yeah. right? And if, if you uh, want to do your own thing, well, then you could always leave and, 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 and find your own path, right? Right. Um, but oftentimes, it's, it's, it'll be easier to do that for the next, call it three, four, five years versus living for the next 40 years, yeah. uh, kind of resenting the, the yeah. whole relationship. So uh, long answer to short question, but I'd say explore and then pick something mm-hmm. and then try to get really good at it mm-hmm. uh, and then communicate with your parents. That'd be kind right. of a summary across. And getting back to the, the, the parents thing, um, mm-hmm. Like uh, some, yeah, you know, some kids might have a relationship with their parents that 
they say like, oh, if you go and do this and go against me, I'm never going to speak to you again. Mm-hmm. And it can be very intense. Uh, and these, uh, they're basically given an ultimatum. So mm-hmm. what, what would be a word of either comfort or advice or something that you could share to that, those people? Yeah, so, so uh, the words of comfort I, I try to share is that at, at the end of the day, pretty much all parents, um, I can't say all of them, but, but most of them will want uh, their, their kids to be happy, mm-hmm. right? And, and usually happy means self-sufficient, mm-hmm. means that they can take care of themselves right. and, and successful in whatever that means. Right. Again, parents' definition of success is, is, is their own. Um, so they don't understand that what you want to do can be success. Mm-hmm. Um, so going back to, to what I just said about uh, having kind of the, those four years or however many years of, of um, kind of a, a less than positive mm-hmm. relationship versus the, the other 35 years being uh, super supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, oftentimes when, when parents, uh, well, if you're actually successful in what you do, uh, parents will probably say, you know what? Uh, I, I helped him do that, right? Right. Because uh, I, I knew he could do it all along. Yes. <laughs> I, ju- I just need to kick him on the butt. I, I need to give him some tough love and, yes. and, 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 and all that sort of stuff in order to, to, to make him more successful so, so he could uh, grow himself a pair and, and, right. and, and, and go off and, and, and do his own thing. Um, so so if, if you've demonstrated that you're successful and all that sort of stuff, uh, then um, th- th- those accolades uh, will, will also be transferred to, to them as well. Right. Um, and, and the other part is, is let's say you're not successful, mm-hmm. then you, you may need to take a slice of humble pie yes. and realize that, that you aren't that good at whatever it is mm-hmm. and, and, and you, you made a mistake. Right. Uh, and then you, you'll have to figure out how to try to reconcile the relationship if, if that's at all possible. Mm-hmm. And if not, then you, you made your decision. Yeah. Right? Um, every decision you make has, has a consequence. Mm-hmm. Some of them good, some mm-hmm. of them not so good. Right. Um, so if you really believe that that's, that's uh, your path and what you want to do, right. uh, then don't let your, your parents' opinion right. stand in your way. Um, but if, if, you're, if you're second-guessing and you're not so sure, you might want to uh, reconcile with your parents and, and, yeah. and maybe what you do is become that doctor, um, become that accountant, lawyer, engineer, whatever mm-hmm. it is, and then on the side, yeah. go start your videography business. So go do whatever else yeah. it is. And then uh, start being the best uh, videographing doctor there yeah. is uh, on YouTube and, and, and whatever. So there, there are ways to do uh, both um, right. uh, and, and even more than, than both mm-hmm. if, if, if you want. Uh, but sometimes the, 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 the generation just wants it right now. Mm-hmm. They want it right away. Mm-hmm. So and maybe the, the answer is to, to take your time too yeah. and, and see what what the alternative paths are as well. Yeah. Because I think, like, personally, I don't want to, I don't want to be on my deathbed thinking that I could have tried something in sure. the, or, like, not knowing whether whether I would have been good at it. Like, it would have killed yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that's probably true for, for a lot of folks where, I mean, if you spend time in, in old folks' homes and, and things like that, it's, it's uh, there's um, a book called The, I forgot, like, The Thoughts of the Dying or something mm-hmm. like that, and their one uh, biggest regret is is on the things they didn't do, not mm-hmm. the things that they right. did do, right? So take it from the wisdom of all the people who have experienced right. it. It's not just coming from me. Um, that 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 Why not give it a shot? And, and mm-hmm. if, if you fail, if you don't do as well as you, you can, Ah, maybe that'll be a pretty fun story. Oh, remember when I tried to do this? Yeah. And remember when I tried to start my career coaching business and it, was, yeah. it totally flopped and stuff? Oh, right. that was that was fun, right? Yeah. Um, but you you probably would have learned a whole whole mm-hmm. lot. Um, so one of the 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 quotes, like if you get to know me, I, I like quotes. Yeah. Um, but one of the quotes that I that I live by is, uh, "I never I never lose, I either win or I learn." Yeah. 
right? So thinking about well, nothing that you've ever done uh, is a lo- is a loss mm-hmm. or a failure. It's it's just it's just uh, something that you have yet to learn. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, if you do it again, then you kind of fail because right. you're you're purposely yes. doing something wrong. But then that that's your choice and your yeah. fault, right? Um, so so thinking about as 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 a way to navigate mm-hmm. life and and uh, yeah, learn. Mm-hmm. I like to ask my guests what their plan for the future is but you know like you mentioned um you'd be doing different things within that like multi-year range Mm -hmm. so what is a start small what's like a short-term goal within the next uh six to 12 months that you have for your for your personal or professional development mm -hmm. or business yeah so so i'm releasing an app it's it's called uh career buddy which is going to be basically a lukey in your pocket okay Uh, if anybody, if, if you know what the concept of a, a Tamagotchi is, yeah. like those, those virtual pets that, that you take care of, yeah. uh, but instead of being a virtual pet, this is your career, right? Okay. And you take care of your career by uh, reading books, going to networking mm-hmm. events, reconnecting with friends, mm-hmm. or, or those courses that you've always wanted mm-hmm. to take and you've registered but you've never done, because mm-hmm. I'll, do I'll do it tomorrow, I'll right. do it next month, I'll do it next year. Right. But this will say, hey, Anton, remember me? Yeah. Like, sh- you should take the, 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 the course or do mm-hmm. whatever it is that you need yeah. to do. And if you, if you do, then it'll be all happy and smiles and whatever. And if it's not, it'll be a little bit more like unkept and, and disheveled and saying, hey, uh, you need to take care of me. Uh, and then it'll give you resources. So we're starting off with the job hunt. So you need um, some information on resumes. Well, here's a YouTube video. Here's a podcast. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's um, a, a blog post. Go to the career center mm-hmm. to go here, blah, blah, blah. Interviews, do, 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 do. Networking, do, 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 do. Oh, I, I don't have enough time. Okay. Do, 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 right. do, do. Oh, I, I'm shy. Okay. Do, 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 do. Right. And just basically be a bit of an excuse buster. And then at the end of the day, if you don't find what you're looking for, uh, Lukey's online. Would you like to talk to him? Right. And, and basically give people a, right. a, an outlet to, to have their questions answered. And then at some point, implementing some AI and machine learning, but that's right. beyond the, 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 the year right. time frame. So okay. uh, short is to get that out. Uh, and then online courses. So, mm-hmm. so I talked about um, wanting to start my own tutoring school. Mm-hmm. One, one of my grand visions is actually just to start my own school. Uh, okay. I have a goal to elevate education, mm-hmm. right? And, and part of that is uh, creating some courses on, on soft skills, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, to complement kind of the hard skills of, of traditional school mm-hmm. uh, and, and teaching you those, those first or, or in, in tandem. Mm-hmm. Um, and w- whether it'll be online or brick and mortar, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but releasing more of those, that's definitely in, in the 12 to... 12, 12 to 18 mm. month time frame um, maybe well probably not during that time frame an, another book mm-hmm. um, which is kind of the second edition because the first one was the soon to be grad edition so right. it kind of takes people up to graduation mm-hmm. but I want to create the young professionals edition so right. yeah you have a job but what about like, yeah. getting that that mortgage or like right. uh, saving for retirement or, right. or, or you've been doing this for seven years like is this still what you want right. to be doing those, those types of questions that keep uh, coming up and then like well I'm getting married and kids and stuff those obligations that right. everyone expects you to do but do you actually want to do that mm-hmm. right so asking kind of those right. questions um but that's kind of the immediate term and then there's a couple of other uh collaborations with with different schools different organizations mm-hmm. that i'm that i'm working on mm-hmm. right now as well so yeah lots of uh um lots of irons in the fire so to speak oh really yeah. cool yeah. awesome so then those are your short-term goals um it's hard to say what you want you know, in 10 years or 20 years, Mm -hmm. but let's just make it really broad, grand um, question. On your gravestone, what would you like 
it to say <laughs> apart from like you know you can have it list accomplishments or whatever but what would you want it to say when it's describing you who you are or yeah what do you want it to say on the inscription hmm probably have to take a minute to think about that but right. it would probably be um something along the lines of um i don't know helped everyone that he came in contact with or or something like uh unlocked uh people's potential or maybe it's like back to that catalyst thing that's mm-hmm. like kind of a um I, I, what's coming to mind is kind of that 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 Steve Jobs expressions like made a dent in the universe type mm-hmm. of thing so maybe it's playing off of some of those those themes but uh, yeah I'll probably have to think about more about what I want exactly to say but it'll be in that realm where basically I I had I I meant something I mm-hmm. had an impact right? right so okay so then uh, let me just rephrase it a slightly different way mm-hmm. if I were to ask you uh, and without uh, saying the things that you do or a job title, mm. who are you? Wh- wh- how would you respond to that question if I asked who are you without saying a job title or the specific things that you do? Without the specific things I do. Um, without I'd saying probably... I do career coaching, without saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say that I. Um, I'm a believer and enabler of human potential, mm. Mm. right? Because I, going back to the, I believe that everyone has like tons of uh, uh, potential in them, mm-hmm. uh, and and my goal is to uh, allow that to to kind of flourish and, and thrive. So, um, and I do that through coaching and all the mm-hmm. blah blah blah, all the stuff that I do. So Excellent. I think that that answers the question. Yeah, but, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> just you know, listening or thinking back to uh, all the other things that you said, it sounds pretty accurate. Cool. Um, yeah. So then uh, before we end off, what's like one final piece of uh, word of advice that you want to leave to um, uh, young people, whether they're in their 20s or maybe they're even in their teens in high school? Uh, what's one uh, final piece uh, or word of advice that you would like to leave them? If I had one piece, I, I'd basically say uh, it's it's make the choice, right? Because a lot of folks uh, believe that they don't have a choice. They mm-hmm. have to live uh, based on what their parents Mm -hmm. say or what their culture dictates or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there is always a choice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, some choices have good consequences Mm -hmm. and and, and not so good consequences. Mm -hmm. But as long as as, as you make the choice um, and and then have the belief in yourself that you have that uh, untapped potential, then uh, you'll go far, mm-hmm. right? And there's all sorts of resources online, like YouTube is filled with them mm-hmm. and then the internet and all that sort of stuff uh, that'll help you kind of get past that. Uh, but knowing that uh, you have these limiting beliefs and, and making the choice to go beyond them mm-hmm. uh, is, is probably what I would uh, suggest. Right. Awesome. Well, um, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, where can people find out more about uh, what you do, uh, about, your, about your business, and uh, maybe if they want to reach out? Sure. So you can find me uh, focusinspired.com is the website. Uh, I'm most active on LinkedIn. So Luki Danu Karyanto, Luki Danu, <laughs> and you can probably, right. uh, will probably bring me up. Um, and I'll have all sorts of um, different resources there. If, if you're interested in the copy of, of my book, Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier, it's, it's on Amazon and online retailers as well. And yeah, Luki at focusinspired.com if you want to just send me an email. And I'm usually quite approachable and, and uh, available, although my calendar is starting to get filled up. Right. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do my best to accommodate 
everyone. So. All right, awesome. Well, I'll leave a uh, link in the, de- in the show notes in the description uh, so that you guys can reach out to, uh, to Luki. Uh, Luki, thank you so much once again for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Hey, guys, thanks so much for listening to the show. Uh, if you enjoyed it, please do share it with your friends and make sure that you guys are subscribed and following the podcast on whichever uh, distribution platform you're listening to it on. And please, if you like it, be sure to leave a comment or a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever. You can follow me at Anton Wong Video, uh, and you can uh, send me some comments on uh, on those platforms as well, on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, and yeah, thank you so much once again for listening. See you guys.